welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Justice is the condition of being morally correct or fair. Justice is our virtue of the week. Welcome back to the Classical Christian Virtues podcast. And as we talk about justice, we are interacting with the golden mean. And if we have an excess of justice, we become detached and experience detachment. And that can be a vice as we operate in life for the good of others and the glory of God. And if we have a deficiency in justice, we have corruption. We have corruption. We fall into all kinds of evil thoughts or traps. We're looking for that golden mean, striking that balance, cultivating virtue. We're contemplating justice today. St. Thomas Aquinas said, Justice without mercy is cruelty. And in Micah 6, 8, we learn that God has shown us what is good and what the Lord requires of us. But to do justice and to love mercy and to walk humbly. This is a profound statement that is echoed in our opening quote by Thomas Aquinas, reflecting on the constant tension between justice and mercy. Solomon expounds on this idea of justice and corruption when he talks about evil in the following verses, and he ends the contemplation by instructing us to confront evil, to confront evil. That's... A lot about what justice is, is confronting evil, confronting wrong. He promises in Proverbs that a blessing of goodness will be your reward if you confront evil with justice. One of the blessings will also be the cultivation of another virtue, that of courage. Proverbs 24, verses 23 through 25 says, Partiality and judging is not good. Whoever says to the wicked, you are in the right, will be cursed by peoples, abhorred by nations, but those who rebuke the wicked will will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. So we live in a culture where a lot of a lot of the younger generation, a lot of folks, uh, even without saying these exact words, say, you do you. I'll do me, and I won't judge you, you don't judge me, but that's that's not how we should live. What person in the Bible, history, literature, or film needed justice? Can you think of any? Le Miserable comes to mind when Javert goes after Jean Valjean for stealing a loaf of bread for, for his, his uh, extended family. For a loaf of bread, he pursues him throughout his whole life. Although when 
Jean Valjean steals some silver candlesticks. Uh, a priest that he steals them from gives him more and, and sends him on his way. Because it's a reminder that justice without mercy is cruelty. Plato wrote an entire book on justice, the Republic, and he set up a whole city-state, a just city-state, and said, now we need to live like that, like that just city-state. It's a good read. Of course, Shakespeare's Merchant of Venice, where we're wanting a pound of flesh, comes to mind. There's justice in crime and punishment. There's common... Uh, comic book characters in modern day, the Justice League and others, think about if they're really just or how they, they interact at times. But if we seek to only follow the law, we fall into legalism, we fall into detachment, and the vice of detachment is, is not good. We, we can't develop full relationships, we can't de- fully develop mercy or empathy and, or charity, and... Psalm 34, 18 tells us about detachment. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So the Lord's a good example of that, not being detached, but rather moving toward and drawing near to those who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit, that we need to show empathy and mercy in our justice. And yet if we go the other way and walk with evildoers, um, we fall into corruption and develop the vice of corruption. Corruption is the change from good to bad in morals, manners, or actions. First Samuel 8, starting in verse 3, teaches us that we can fall into corruption when we walk with the unjust. Our children can be tempted into it too. First Samuel 8, 3 says, Yet his sons did not walk in the ways, but turned aside after again. They took bribes and perverted justice. From generation to generation, we need to continue to be mindful to form the next generation and bring them up in the Christian faith, pass on this way of life. A couple final thoughts on justice from the Bible. I think of Solomon when there's two women arguing and saying that a baby is theirs. And so he says, I'll cut the baby in half and you can each have half a baby. And the mother obviously calls out and says, no, don't do it. And so he knows which one truly is the mother. That's wisdom. Justice needs to be paired with wisdom as well. Finally, in Luke, we see Christ showing justice when a woman is caught in adultery and is brought to him by the Pharisees. They say, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commands us to stone such a woman. So what do you say? This is in John chapter 8. And Jesus takes a moment drawing in, in the sand and looks at them and says, You who are without sin cast the first stone. Of course, the older ones start to leave first. That shows wisdom there in, the, in some of the Pharisees. And one by one, they drop away. And finally, Jesus is left. And he says to the woman, where are your accusers? 
And she says, they're gone. And he says, neither do I condemn you. But then he follows it up, and he does call her actions wrong. And he says, now go and sin no more. So what is the relationship between justice and punishment? Does justice, does punishment always have to be handed out for justice to be served? Well, in this case, Jesus handed out mercy with a condemnation of the sin. He did call sin, sin. So that's an important thing to remember. Just by calling something evil, evil, doesn't mean we're unmerciful. We're showing justice in that. This is a great topic to consider right now with everything that's going on in our country and around the world. I want to be a person who develops the virtue of justice with wisdom and mercy and all the many characteristics that go along with it. Courage, truth, humility. I want to be a person of justice, and I know you do too. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.